0: You're listening to Strong Runner Chick Radio, episode 46. Through interviews with top professional, collegiate, and master's level runners, leading dietitians, coaches, sports psychologists, and runners of all shapes and sizes, we hope to spread the message that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to distance running. Now, let's get to the show.
1: Hello Strong Runner Chicks, welcome to another episode of SRC Radio. We're so happy to have you join us. Today our special guest is Ms. Katrina McAllister, Um, so let me do a favor and introduce her. Um, After being kicked off her high school track team for wanting to practice with the boys, Katrina McAllister went on to accept a scholarship to run for the University of Colorado at Boulder. A California native, Katrina acclimated to the Colorado environment, but was sidelined during her undergraduate career with an unfortunate series of injuries that left her feeling not only defeated, but doubting herself. Nevertheless, she graduated from the University of Colorado Boulder with a BA in English in 2015. Katrina decided to take some time off to heal and refocus, and now she is currently running for Team Run With Us and has her sights set on making it to the Olympic trials. Katrina admits that her goals are big, but she hopes to inspire others to chase chase their own purpose and passions in life, to fail often, and to be brave. Well, welcome, Katrina. We're so happy to have you. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> We're super happy, like I said, to have you and to have you join us. And it's funny—I actually saw um, the first time I saw Katrina was about a year ago. Um, I was working, did a little bit of work with Wild Way Granola, who actually um, sponsored our last retreat, and Katrina was an ambassador, or um, what do they call them? Um, kind of a—I don't know if it's—they use the word ambassador or a special sure? name for it. Yeah, something it's like a Wild that. Way crew. Yes, yeah. part the Wild Way crew. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome and I, company. I love them. Aren't they great? They, they, yeah. Like I said, they sponsored our retreat or yeah. gave us some goodies for our retreat, which we so appreciate. Um, but I had read your story there and I was like, ah, oh, this girl's awesome. We totally oh. have to connect. And it took me such a long time to do so, but I'm so glad that we did. Oh, me too. I'm so
2: honored to be here and I hope that I can share some things that'll help other people. So.
1: I have no doubt that you will. But just to start us (laughs) off, what's your favorite Wild Way
0: product?
2: Okay. So they just came out with a summer apricot one and it's a limited edition one. And I bought it right away and I love it. It's this granola and they're all grainless, you know, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're so good. I put them on, I put it on, everything. It's really, <laughs>
1: I oh love it though.
2: um, yeah, so it's apricot. And I guess a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the special Olympics, which I think is wow. really awesome as well. But
1: yeah, that's my favorite one because I love apricots and I love summer.
2: So,
1: mm, oh my gosh, yeah. apricot jelly or jam is so delicious. Oh, so <laughs> oh my gosh, it's yeah. so good. Um, so I'll have to be trying that flavor. I think I kind of wish you didn't tell me, but I know. Now
0: I have to <laughs> but and. it's for a good cause, right? So right, exactly. exactly. That's that was my rationale. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm also, try. it tastes amazing. Yeah, their gingerbread looks amazing, too. Oh,
2: I've never tried that one. That
0: might be seasonal, though. We got to oh, wait it for must Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: hope that they come cool. out with a pumpkin flavor. That would be even better.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I love pumpkin. So, it's
1: coming up. Oh, yes. yeah. I know. Sooner than we know. Um, yeah. So, Katrina, um, we'd like to open our podcast with um, the question, how did you get your start in running? Yeah. So, like – many
2: runners. I played other sports. Um, I was in soccer and I was so into soccer. I wanted to be in the World cup and (laughs) just like, I just loved it. And so my mom said, well, if you, if you want to do that, you need to be fast and you have to have a lot of endurance. And so she encouraged me to join cross country. And I don't remember having any idea what cross country even meant. I was just like, yeah, she told me it's going to help me and I'm going to do it. And I don't even think I knew like racing was involved. I'm not sure what I thought it was, but I loved it. So I ended up quitting soccer because um, I just loved running. And I realized mm-hmm. that that was the part of soccer that I loved so much was the running part. You know, I was midfield and I loved, loved it. So um, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. My mom also would run. I grew up being pushed in the jogging stroller with her. So it was just something that I enjoyed doing um, with my mom as well. But yeah,
1: that's kind of how I got into it. Mm -hmm. I know. I've said this comment so many times on all of our previous podcasts, but it's shocking to me the amount of people who started off in soccer and then ended up running in the long run. Right. Amazing. It's It's weird when
2: you meet someone that hasn't. Yeah. It's like an anomaly, you know, like, where know. did you come from? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, um, but yeah, it's pretty common. that's mm-hmm. good. I think I'm playing other sports growing up really helped me to
1: develop, and I didn't get tired of running, you know, so yeah, that's an interesting point. Do you think if you maybe started off with track and field or started off with cr- cross country, you would have maybe burnt out or um, maybe not been so passionate about it? Yeah, I always wonder that um, mm-hmm. because there's always the thing. Well, if you
2: start running younger, you might be better as well. So, I've thought of both sides. Um, I don't know. I think, I think, I maybe. <laughs> it's already. <hard. laughs> maybe yeah. got tired of it. it's hard. It's hard to know because I loved playing other sports and I learned a lot from other sports. You know, teamwork and just losing games, you know, and I did I did softball and surfing and just I don't even know what other sports I was supposed to be.
1: <laughs> But
2: yeah, it's hard to it's hard to know.
1: Yeah. Well that's, yeah. I think you actually might be the first person who's ever been a surfer on our yeah. podcast. I don't think you've ever had one Meg, have you? Yeah, that's kind of random.
0: Or frisbee. We're about to get to that
2: frisbee oh 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 right 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 oh exactly. yeah yeah <laughs> I
1: was like wait a minute, I don't think she right. said frisbee I was like, no
0: I didn't oh exactly I didn't yeah. <laughs> um right.
1: so in high school you decided that playing frisbee with the girls team um which was a way of conditioning I'm assuming wasn't going to make you a better distance runner and I don't blame you I didn't see the correlation there maybe there's something I don't know I never <laughs> grew up running so I'm not sure but yeah. um it seems as though the focus of the women's team or the girl's team was more focused on social connectedness rather than improving as a runner. And um, with this being said, your mom encouraged you to actually run with the boys team. What was your immediate reaction upon hearing this from your mom?
2: I thought she was crazy.
1: <laughs> um, I, yeah,
2: I thought my mom was crazy. I was a typical Teenager and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to keep up with the boys. They're boys," and I just, I actually went out to prove her wrong, and that's kind of how I got into it. Was the girls' team didn't practice on the weekends, and so I found out where they were gonna be running, and I decided to go one on one of their runs, and Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that run. I remember I wrote it in my journal because, and it's the funniest journal entry. And I was proved so wrong because I kept up with the boys and I actually had so much fun because I felt like when I ran, when we did run some of the days, it was kind of like tiptoeing around, you know, but when I ran with the boys, it was like, we were running through rivers. We were like going through poison oak. We were, you know, jumping over rocks. (laughs) And I was like, I came home like drenched in like mud and water Mm -hmm. and just, disgusting i was like mom i have poison oak she's like stay outside <laughs> she's like she's like oh how was it and i was like well i'm gonna practice with them tomorrow too and she was like of course <laughs> but mom's always know best right you know yeah. i should have listened to her but i did she knew uh-huh. she knew how to get me so um yeah it was crazy i loved it
0: <laughs> so it sounds like your mom had a pretty big influence and maybe still does based mm-hmm. on um the fact that I think you two still run together from right. Was your mom a runner growing up? And if so, what influence did she have on you becoming a runner?
2: Yeah, she ran just for fitness. You know, she wasn't, she started running when she had me to lose baby weight and to just get active and to do something. And um, she actually won a marathon. I like left for college and she filled the time with running. And um, I have a little brother and sister. They're twins. And so she would push them in a double jogging stroller and just get after it. And before I knew it, I came back and she was like, yeah, I won a marathon. And I was like, what? Um, So, yeah, she did swimming in high school, I know. And then in college, she was um, into karate. And so she was always somebody that I admired as just – she, just go get her. You know, she just went after things. And I think that kind of inspired me in my running, but she never pressured me into running. You know, she was just supportive of whatever I was doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And is she part of the gene team? Yeah. So we yeah. made,
2: I made an Instagram account with her <laughs> called the gene team. Cause our middle names are both Jean, Um, <laughs> and also It's a play in words because jeans, it runs, you know, um, and the family. So, yeah, we have an Instagram account together because we train together a lot. Um, She can still beat me on long runs because she's a marathoner. And I beat her on the shorter stuff because I I grew up doing more track stuff. um, And she never did that. And so, yeah,
1: we're kind of like the mother-daughter duo. (laughs) That's
0: so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so, so nice to have something that you can bond together over, you know, like something that you can do together in a way other than like just mm-hmm. hanging out or going shopping or whatever. But you're yeah, it's like definitely moving. Yeah, it's definitely a unique
2: experience uh, training, doing workouts with my mom because <laughs> it can get easy to be like, no, I don't want to do this. And her, for her, to, her, as a mom, it can be easy for her to be like, are you okay? And so we kind of have to put that past and be like, no, we're going to train now and we're going to do this. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: it's, it's been fun. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. Kelsey and I are like, man, we wish our mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad runs
2: yeah. too, but, um, he's a firefighter. So he, he's at work, a lot, wow. so he runs at work wow. a lot. But So our whole family kind of is into running.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. What a cool yeah, thing! I just you. think that's so neat. I know I'm thinking about it, Megan. I'm like, okay, can I get my mom to like do a walk run with me at some point? <laughs> right? like, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, I've done a few five Ks with her, and she kills it. I'm so proud of my mom. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah, She does her like little shuffle walk sometimes? And, and she's like, little, going though. That's yeah. what I think too. It's awesome. That's all that matters, right? So I'd love for her to get it back out there again. But I'm so glad that you and your mom have. Yeah something good to, you know, kind of work on together. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. really special. I love it. Um, so after you joined the boys team on your high school, um, you ran with them, I guess, all the time for the most part until you were kicked off the team. But, um, what was the reaction before getting kicked off the team? What was the reaction of the high school community and the boys team of you joining them? Was, was there any, um, I guess, hostility maybe is the word I want to think of? Yeah. So I wasn't ever
2: officially allowed to run with a boys team. Okay. So that was kind of part of it was um, when I started, it was so unfortunate because I did start becoming faster. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't really know the reasoning behind why it all started, but I can't remember. But... I don't know if people wanted to take credit for that. And that's kind of why it started. But there was a lot of backlash. And so I went to the athletic director and I wanted to officially run with the boys because I did want to train with them every day. You know, they eventually won NXN. They were a nationally ranked team and their coach was really good too. And so he knew how to train and train us and the boys respected me and I respected them Mm -hmm. and I wanted more than just running I would in on the weekends and during the summer and so um I went into the athletic director he told me to talk to the principal so I talked to the principal and then the principal told me that it wasn't right for me to be running with the boys and he actually claims that it was against the law and then I it just escalated from there. I was taken out of class one day, I remember, and the police interrogated me without my permission about like where I was, if I was running with the boys, and I was threatened and I was scared and it was awful. And then after this whole whirlwind of things, I finally went in. My parents obviously were involved helping me too. Mm-hmm. They were super supportive mm-hmm. through the whole thing. And I went in and I made a statement with the um superintendent because I needed to talk to the city council about this at that point it had become a way bigger thing um and I finally asked I said why won't you let me run with the boys like I just need a reason like a serious reason and his response was you have different hips and if you run away the the way the boys do you will get hurt and girls can't just train girls can't train like that (laughs) and so even like as a 15 year old I knew that that was not right and that actually just made me more mad and made me want to train harder and prove myself more which I guess maybe helped me in the long run with my running but um at that point I really didn't care if they kicked me off the team anymore I didn't care like something needed to change Mm. and um Yeah. So that's kind of, kind of how it went down. Um, eventually I got, I did get kicked off because I refused to train with the girls team anymore. Um, Mm. I didn't think it was fair that they were split so unequally, um, um, the coaches were not equally qualified. The practices were not equal. It was not fair. So, Mm. um, Whole are... Yeah, yeah. fiasco. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, we're mad. insane. It was you're... crazy. Yeah. Oh, I was so um, I was uh, furious, yeah. and a lot of yeah. It got it got crazy. Yeah, it oh was out of control. Oh but in the long run, the girls they ended up combining the teams, oh. and so I feel like it did make a difference through all of it. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. girls have since then, cause when I was there, we didn't qualify for even CIF finals, um, let alone state. And they have since gotten third at state at in Amazing. California. So, wow. Yeah. So things do change, and you can make
1: a difference, <laughs> yeah.
2: even, even if you don't
1: think so. Yeah, um, Maggie and I are definitely. both sitting here with, like, our mouths open. We are, like, <laughs> like I just can't believe it because how yeah. – if you don't mind me asking, Katrina, how old are you? I'm 24. So you're 24 years old, and this is happening in this day and age where, you know, every Right. That was the craziest is- thing about it. It's not like you're sixty or whatever and like this was no. <laughs> quote unquote unfortunately the norm for, you know, right. our, that generation. Yeah. It's the sad right. thing. That's yeah, that's what was so awful about it was um
2: I felt like everyone acted like it was totally normal for them to be acting like this. And when I heard that response from the superintendent, I it just gave it gave me a reason, like mm. yeah. so they really do think that girls and boys should not run together because they're not equal. Yeah. Um, So you had (laughs) mentioned too
0: that something that angered you about this was that girls are taught to be cautioned and confined. What do you have to say about this stereotype that affects so many women and what do you think that we can do to abolish it? Yeah,
2: so I just happened to stumble up. Upon a um, TED Talk with this kind of idea that we're raising boys to be brave and we're raising our girls to be perfect, Mm. and I thought it was the most amazing statement because Mm. so is this lady who's in charge of girls who code, and she talks about how men will apply for a job if they have sixty percent of the qualifications, and women will only apply for a job if they have a hundred percent of the qualifications, Mm. and so. I mean, that's not right, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of um just an un- inequality there where we are taught that in certain situations we have to be perfect and not take risks, and I think that that's part of our being cautioned and confined is that if we're not perfect then there's something wrong with us, you know. Mm. But boys are supposed to be brave and they're supposed to go mm. fail and take risks. Um mm-hmm. and I think my mom telling me to go run with the boys was her way of saying like go be brave. It's okay if you don't stay with them. Just go try it, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that there needs to be a little bit more of that in our sport because mm-hmm. yeah I,
1: I mean that trickles down to a lot of different things with running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I love when we introduced you to the podcast that you told everybody to fail often. How many times yeah. do you, like, how many times does someone look at you in your face and tell you to go fail? Like, go yeah, do that and right. experience that that's like, because that builds bravery, you know?
2: You right, know, so exactly.
1: I, I love what you said there, and I love what you, this whole idea that you have about not being afraid to fail and not being afraid to, like, just go for it because I think yeah. we don't do that enough mm-hmm. yeah, I think that it's
2: it's been hard for me to understand that, but mm-hmm. I think it like almost needs to be encouraged more like just mm-hmm. it's okay, you know yeah. I would almost say just it's okay, like go fail and it's yeah. I try to do that in my runs a lot too. I'm like if
1: I don't do well it's it's okay, you mm-hmm. know
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, I think they I think that's really beautiful Mm. no thank you (laughs) um so after college super after college after high school excuse me yeah um pretty exciting stuff you went to the university of colorado boulder like that's a really big running school there have been some pretty great names coming from there um so what was your collegiate experience like overall okay so (laughs) it was such an honor to run
2: there i would have I would have never imagined that I would ever be running in college, let alone be running at such a high run, you know, level running school. Um, so I was so blessed to be able to be chosen to go there. But um, when I left college, I kind of felt like I barely survived, honestly. <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm the only one when I say that. I think that that's very common with running, you know, you make it out, you have a degree, but you still love running. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
2: feel like a lot of people don't love running anymore. Mm And that's, it's so unfortunate. And it's not just that, you know, I'm not naming out University of Colorado, I loved going there. And everyone had their own different experience there. But uh, that was my experience. And I talked to other people who have had college running experiences and they've kind of felt similar. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I went through a lot of injuries and that kind of it kind of sucks the soul out of you. Yeah. You know, you start thinking there's something wrong with me. Um and then th- it becomes a mental game. Let's say you get healed and you do run again, you become scared that you're just going to get hurt, you know, it's mm-hmm. just constant. And so once again, it's just that idea of perfection. There's so many runners, I think, and especially women runners and athletes in college that get into this idea of perfection. And um, I think that it's bigger than just running though. Like, Mm -hmm. like we were talking, you know, it's, it's just kind of what women are taught this idea and uh, it's crazy to me when I, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. And it, it just goes, so it trickles down into running. And unfortunately um, it happens very commonly in college and, you know, you start becoming perfect about everything. And I think a lot of runners are number based as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they think about, their pacing, their weight, their mileage, their PRs. It just, there's a lot of numbers involved. And I think that um, that can be kind of a dangerous way to go, but it can, it's so common. Like I went through that, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it wasn't until I became injured and I couldn't control any of these numbers anymore that I kind of realized, wait, you know, I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to hit my mileage every single day. Like if I'm point 2 off, I don't need to run around the parking lot for mm-hmm. point 2 miles. Mm-hmm. You know, little stuff like that mm-hmm. it adds up and um so college unfortunately wasn't the running as much running as I had expected. It was a lot more um getting over injuries and trying to figure that out, but I did Learned a lot about injuries mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did like, you know, I, but like, I'll just aside. I did learn a lot and, um, it, it was an experience. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Now did you go from California to Colorado when you I went did. to school? Yeah. Um, what was the transition like for you? Did you miss home at all? Did you love Colorado?
2: Oh, I, I definitely missed home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course I missed my home. Um, I did like Colorado. Um, The snow was a new experience for me, and I think that played a big factor (laughs) into running there. Um, I had never dealt with running in a 15-mile long run in negative
0: two degrees.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Snow or weather, you know, and snow, um, a blizzard. Um, And I didn't expect that. Um, so that was quite an experience. I definitely will not be living in the snow ever again. I said that last time, but then I ended up moving to Big Bear and living in Big Bear and training up there for a while. (laughs) Um, I'm not very much of a snow person. I learned that Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, I did love the nature though, and all of the trails. I kind of miss that being in, um, Southern California, there's trails here, but they're very, very hilly like mm-hmm. really extreme like uh. straight up a mountain. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think they're like old fire roads. So, um there's a lot of more there's a lot more trails to run in and Boulder. Mm-hmm. There're also lots of long roads that just go forever. that you can mm-hmm. run on in Colorado and there's not really as much of that out here. So I did love that aspect and it's beautiful <laughs> in Boulder in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah. 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 Kelsey lived there for a while in yeah. Aspen. So. I did.
1: Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. That's so pretty there. It yeah. was beautiful. And I, uh, the nature, like you said, was great. The running was yeah. really hard at altitude at that altitude. Oh, yeah, that too. I always forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. in Aspen. Wow, it's I'm high there. there. Yeah, it was yeah. challenging. But it was a really mm-hmm. cool experience. So I totally can mirror that with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to really quickly jump back to, you were talking about perfection and, you know, numbers based, and you mentioned that you had a bit of an experience with that. Um, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to share a little bit about that and, you know, the injuries that you sustained helped you get out of that mindset. Um, I'm wondering if you have any other tips on for others who maybe are in the mindset but aren't injured in ways that they can get out of that perfectionism quality or um, out of that uh, maybe like... Mm -hmm controlling numbers based quality yeah it's really hard when you're
2: in it because mm-hmm. you feel like well why wouldn't I do everything that I could to be better and you think that that's what's going to make you better and I think realize like starting to think and realize like that's not necessarily going to make me better like living that way that it's okay to cut a workout and listen to your body and stop I think the old me would be like, What? Why are we stopping in the middle of this workout? Your Mm -hmm. leg's fine or, you know, you feel fine. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Just push through it. You'll be better tomorrow. And I think that that's, that is where it becomes dangerous is thinking that living that way and running that way is going to make you better. So I think Mm -hmm. just recognizing that that's not necessarily, you know, going to make you better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Could help, um, but like you said, it's so hard when you're in it. I feel like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you
2: know, I, I would have thought I was crazy. I was like, <laughs> "What? What do you mean you're stopping the workout?" Like, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I definitely could see that how that would be beneficial. Just kind of, I think the whole thing of listening to your body. Oh, such how hard is that? What a loaded right, statement, you know? Right, yeah, um, it is, and especially for someone like you who've been through so many injuries and speaking, you know, a few, a few minutes ago about, like, okay, like, it's, you know, how do I listen to my body again after being injured? Like, how do mm-hmm. I know when to push it? So yeah. um, I guess moving into that idea or moving into that topic of injuries, it seems as though you've gained a lot of knowledge from your injuries. And although they were difficult to right. go through, you're probably more wise now because of it. Um, yeah. So what do you do now to combat injuries and you know, what advice can you give to those who, to prevent them and not only prevent them, how to work through them maybe mentally? Right. Um, I just don't allow them anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I wish, I wish it was that easy. I know, right. But, uh, like we talked about, it's, it was such a hard process mentally to just get rid of that idea of, um, like focusing on certain things. So a big part of it was just, mentally being like, okay, I need to focus on listening to my body more. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the main thing that I did that made the biggest difference was I started lifting weights Mm -hmm. and I had got rid of a lot of imbalances and it helped my form. It helped me have more endurance, but most of all, it made me feel really strong. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was kind of an indicator, like, I, it doesn't matter how I look, I feel really strong, you know, and I think that that was something that I needed. Right.
1: Um,
2: Mm. And then the other thing is now I will listen. I try, I try, (laughs) like I said, I'm not perfect. (laughs) I'm not looking to be perfect. No. But I try to listen to my body and I try not to be a perfectionist in workouts. And if I need to stop, I will just stop. Hmm. And I will yeah. just call it for the day, which the old me would never do that. I would never mm-hmm. just call it. But some days I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm calling it. I'm done. Of yeah. Um, so I think that's a really big thing in like staying healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I, the, those two things have made a big difference for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I want to commend you on that because that's not easy, you know, to <laughs> yeah. listen and to yeah. recognize, you know, these are my weaknesses and this is where right. I need to kind of be vulnerable with myself and, and say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, gosh, you know, gosh darn it, Katrina, today's the day you got to <laughs> listen to my body, you know. Yeah, so I know, it's, right. It's yeah. a really hard thing to do, so I commend yeah. you for doing that. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. And so um, in terms of, you know, I love how you talked about lifting and strength training. I think that's mm-hmm. something that I know Megan's smiling because this is a big passion of hers as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So do you have any exercises that, you know, help to fix those imbalances that you talked about or some of your, maybe your favorite ones that listeners might want to try? Um, I put a few on my Instagram the other day. Oh, that cool. I think are oh. really
2: fun. Okay. they're just like little exercises. Um, And I don't know how to explain them, but but they're on my Instagram. And then, but then there's the main ones, you know, like squatting, deadlifts, like they seem so simple and almost cliche, but they're, I feel like they're so important in making your whole body strong. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are like my main ones that I do. And then Mm -hmm. I don't even know what else I do. (laughs) 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 so I I go to lab sports training which I also work there um so they train me and then I also work there but they so John is in charge and he's been he's had this sports training facility for 13 I think over 13 years now um and he's worked with lots of younger kids that Mm -hmm. have become older um and just help them become strong. And so Mm -hmm. he knows different sports, different athletes. He's been through so many kids, I'm sure just helps Mm -hmm. them. And Mm -hmm. so he's really good at listening to what I need and focusing workouts around that. Um, and I'll tell him like, I need to strengthen my calves, you know, and I'll do calf raises, you know, Mm -hmm. um, or I feel like my core is weak and we'll do rolling roller abs, you know, with the roller or, um, Yeah, but he tries to come up with fun things for me because I think he knows I get bored of the same thing. (laughs) So I was really excited the other day. I had I was like, I do want to do keep continuing. He always does injury prevention stuff. So that's um, good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really important in Mm -hmm. staying, staying home. Yeah, getting stuff before it even happens. Definitely. If I'm sore in a certain place, if my calves are sore, then there's a weakness there probably, and I need to, see what I need to do about that. So I'll try to strengthen them more. And it's just constant, you know, you're never going to be perfectly strong in any way. So it's just maintenance and figuring out what your body needs.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think you also speak to a really important point too, that working with someone like John, um, it's so valuable when he listens to you and you know mm-hmm. he takes what you need into account whereas like some people will go to a personal trainer and they'll say um, I want this this and this and then the personal trainer right. back at them and say well actually you're going to do this this and this and like, right exactly yeah. not that you know so yeah. I think yeah. that's a testament to both your relationship with John but also you know right. him as a mm-hmm. I guess Practitioner, or however, you want to give him a yeah, trainer. trainer, yeah, at yeah. Trainer, yeah. him as a trainer and what he's able mm-hmm. to do for you, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, I love it there.
2: <laughs> I'm very blessed to have found them, they're right mm-hmm. in my town, and yeah, they're doing great things, helping lots yeah. of people. So, it's exciting, it's awesome.
0: kind of going along those lines. Um, what are your current running goals?
2: So, obviously, I'm trying to just improve each day, <laughs> um, but. I eventually at some point would like to make the Olympic trials and it's a really big goal for me. But I, like I said, I try to make little goals along the way mm-hmm. um, like workouts. Like mm-hmm. in a few weeks I saw my schedule. I've been 19 mile long run. And the furthest I've run, is I ran 18 miles one time. So that's going to be a huge thing for me to just do that, yeah. and that's one of my goals for me within the next few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's easy for me, at least, to make big goals and to get discouraged along the way because I'm not. There's nothing to to progress or compare to between these big goals, and so I try. I've tried to. See day to day progress and make little goals along the way, and I think when I see those little accomplishments and goals or move along, then I, I think it motivates me more. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people get caught up in these big goals and dreams, and they're great to have, and I think they're totally awesome because they put you in the right direction. But I've learned that that doesn't really work for me. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
2: need to have constant like, awesome! I did this. I mm-hmm ran five miles today mm-hmm. at this pace, yeah. you know, and then the next week I ran it at this pace. Wow. I've improved, you know, even if it's one second <laughs> or uh-huh. I don't know, just little, little stuff. I yeah. don't know. I'm silly, but um, <laughs> it, I think it helps a lot.
1: No. And if you want my perfectly honest opinion, I think you're going about it like completely in the right way. Um, so coming <laughs> from <you>. a sports like <laughs> background, uh-huh. You know, we I would agree with you and I say a lot of people get caught up in their long-term goals and forget the little things that happen right. every day that mm-hmm. make such a difference like right. something like literally putting your shoes on in the morning if you were lying exactly. you, like I don't want to do this workout but the first thing you can do is slip those shoes on all right, right accomplish yeah. something like yeah. walking outside the door even if you exactly. get out for just your warm up all right, I did my warm up today. How yeah. great was that? You know, yeah, I, you know, exactly. my body wasn't right to do the workout, but that's okay. I did the warm up and maybe something else, or maybe yeah. later I'll go do some strength or whatever. So I think those little goals that you're doing for yourself is just, it's going to make a world of difference. Katrina. Yeah. Oh,
2: thank you. Well, it's like, I know Desi recently, I don't know if it was recent, but after she won uh, the marathon, she said, just keep showing up Yep. And yeah. That's kind of what it's like. It's kind of like you, you just keep trying to do the workouts and you just mm-hmm. keep trying to do the races and you, you just keep showing up. I, I loved how she said that, mm-hmm. but it's true. You know? Yeah. It's these little goals. You just, sometimes it is just getting out of bed and putting on your shoes, you know, mm-hmm. life isn't easy. There's a lot of other things going on. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited for you in that long run. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm so nervous. You're gonna I think it past – I have an eighteen mile and that's like gonna be big for me. So mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, will have to compare from last year. I definitely took a video after my long run <laughs> last year, just cause I was like, I'm delirious right now. I have to take a video of this. So <sighs> I'm definitely going to try to take a video and see if I'm as delirious, but, uh, I'll have to compare them and I'll put them up yeah. on my Instagram.
0: <laughs> uh, so, um, it sounds like you're building up maybe to the marathon.
2: Uh, Yeah, it might be a possibility. I don't know if I've (laughs) like mentally committed to it. Mm -hmm. But it's something I've Mm -hmm. talked about with my coach about trying to make the Olympic trials in the marathon. Um, But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I think it's something I eventually want to do. I just haven't. I haven't committed to it yet. <laughs> so, <Fair
1: enough. laughs>
2: yeah, I'm definitely headed in that direction though. I'm no longer running like 10 mile long runs. <laughs> if I'm doing a 19 mile long yeah. run, I'm basically doing a marathon. So I know I'm definitely headed in that direction. Um, awesome. I just don't know when yeah. or wh- what's going to happen. I don't it's know. It's exciting though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's like a I don't know. It's just one of those things as a runner that, you know, someday you're going to do a marathon and people that don't run are like, have you done a marathon? And you're like, no, it's just, it's one of those. uh, Mm. It's just a, I don't know what to call it.
0: Yeah, uh, I know how you what you mean. I just did my first marathon, like probably oh, six or seven months ago in Houston. And you're hey. still alive, so that gives I, me hope. No, <laughs> <even> thought, like <laughs> a year before that, I hadn't done more than maybe like a half marathon. So. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's awesome. Congrats. Of, yeah, so but yeah, I it's kind of it's ca- yeah, it's kind of like um
2: like a title that you get. Like, oh, you're a runner now. You know, it's yeah. it's weird, but uh-huh. but it's true. It's kind of like a. Um, stepping stone or a landmark that you do fulfill as a runner yeah
0: yeah and it's not like you have to do one but it's right exactly
2: obviously but it's it's just a it's a good goal to have yeah i I obviously want to do at some point but i think it might be sooner than i think
0: Yeah. Maybe only your coach can tell, right? I know. I know. He knows. Is he, so you mentioned John, is he also Mm -hmm. your running coach? No. Um,
2: so I had a coach that I ran with for a race in high school, like a club coach down here. Um, I did one of those junior cross country meets in high school and he put together a team for Southern California and, um, Yeah. So he is currently my coach and he lives down in San Clemente and in Mammoth. So he comes and goes Uh between Mammoth and San Clemente. And we just talk over the phone and text messages. And Uh um, I mainly do the workouts with my mom and I have a few other kids around that are um, in college, out of college, graduated that run with me, a few boys Uh that run with me. So we have a little group that comes and goes and circles around And yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Sounds
0: fun. Mm -hmm. Um, what is a typical week of training look like for you? Just kind of a snapshot.
2: Yeah. So right now I am building mileage up. I'll do, um, I'm up to 70 miles. I think next week might be 77 getting, you know, getting towards 80. Um, and I've definitely done high mileage before, but I have not done them in singles as in not running twice a day so before i was doing more twice a day runs and now i'm doing like example i had a 9 mile run today and tomorrow i'll probably have 10 um and then and i'm doing mile repeats and tempo runs and long runs so that's kind of what's going yeah. on and then i try to get to the gym as often as i can even if it's just to just do a few core exercises and stretch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been good. I'm not cross training right now. Um, in track I was doing cycling, but I have a hard time with cross training because I was injured in college. I, it's kind it's almost like a form of torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really like cycling on the bike or swimming, but if, some days I will, you know, yeah, just to do something different. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my typical training. And then um, sometimes I surf, it sounds funny, but it, it is a really hard workout. Like yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My whole family surfs. So I love to do that with my family. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it's so fun to keep some of those like activities that you just enjoy mm-hmm. for fun too. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. yeah so I, it's not really a form of training, but sometimes I think of it as like, mm-hmm. this was like two, like an hour of surfing. Like that was pretty hard. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> after a run. So, so that's is. another thing that yeah. I do
2: for fun, but also training, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have one question regarding your weight training. Mm-hmm. Um, a common question we get at strong runner tricks is where does my weight training fit in? Right? Like, do you mm-hmm. do strength training before a workout, after a workout? Do you wait several hours? Um, what advice do you have? Like, oh, I guess just maybe what works for you, right? Like, yeah. Everyone's different.
2: Right. Um, so for me, I like to just get my workouts done in the morning. And I think that – and this is just for me. I think that I like going from my workout straight to – the gym because it makes me stronger. I know that sounds crazy, but, uh, doing like a lifting workout after your run, when you're already tired, it's, it's almost like interval training, you know, you're already broken down, you're already tired. And so building those muscles on top of kind of tired muscles, I think makes you stronger. And that's just kind of my philosophy. Um, but also, I like to just get it done. <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's the way I get it done is I just go and I just get it done right from my run. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, it is kind of what just works for you. I mean, I definitely have tried lifting before my run. That definitely does not work for me. I will not be able to run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so tired. Also, I have so much energy to lift that I almost lift too much Um, to the point where I can't really run because I'm so sore (laughs) from lifting, you know? So I try Uh to keep running my number one priority and second that with lifting. And I Mm -hmm. think that that has made a big difference. I know that's made a big difference, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's, that's what I do is I And then as far as like hard workouts and not, I do try to do them on the harder workout days and then lift a little bit lighter on my easier days just to keep them easy, hard, easy, hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, That's just how I do it
0: though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. I'm always curious to hear what works for other people. And Uh I think it's trial and error too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You've got to try some things and they don't work. Like Mm -hmm. you found – you don't want to lift before you run. So yeah, exactly. You know. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, and now speaking on trial and error, since you're logging higher mileage, um, than you have prior and doing a lot of singles rather than doubles, um, and even then jumping right into strength training sometimes afterwards, how do things play out for you nutritionally? Cause I can imagine that, you know, in, um, undergrad, you probably weren't running 18-mile long runs. So I can imagine right. that it's been a, a, another thing of trial and error to try and figure out. It definitely
2: has been. So I'm definitely fueling way more. And I mean, I love food, so it's awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my coach has me take drink protein shakes before my run, which is Definitely not – I don't think that's a normal thing for people to do. It's, like, a new thing that Mm – for me, at least. Um, So I drink a protein shake before and after my run. So his idea is that my muscles already have all the nutrients in them, so I don't go in as much of a deficit.
1: Gotcha.
2: Um, So that's been, like, one big thing. Um, Yeah, I have played around with being – Healthy ever since being in college, so I and that sounds weird the way I put that. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I have found that, and I just I just don't even want to say the word because I you don't it's have to such it's like sticky. a trendy word. No, yeah, no, no, it's fine. It just it's become such okay. a trendy word. But I've become vegan, and that's just become such a trendy word. But it's my way of fueling myself with more. Natural foods because when you're running so much, it's so easy to be like, Oh, I'm just gonna have like some french fries right now because I deserve them, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. a milkshake. Mm-hmm. And instead, I'm like, I'm gonna fuel myself with food that is actually gonna help build muscles mm-hmm. and help me to be nutrition you know, get the nutrition that I need. And so I'm actually I'm eating so much more. And I think there's this weird stereotype with being vegan that um you're not gonna get enough protein and you're not gonna get enough food and like what in the world do you eat? But I found it like I'm eating way more. I'm eating getting way more nutrients. Um it's helping with recovery. You know, it's very anti inflammatory Mm -hmm. and um yeah so I, I I try to eat healthy, obviously. I have my snacks every once in a while. I'll have, I'll still have ice cream every once in a while. I know it's not vegan, but I'm not like <laughs> go or die like hard. But um, so, yeah, it took me a while to figure out like what worked for me. And mm-hmm. I realized I didn't grow up eating a lot of meat and I didn't really care for meat that much. Um, and then I started thinking about the whole worldview of it and So I've kind of slowly made that transition and that's what I mean Mm -hmm. by playing around with (laughs) like my health and nutrition is, um, it didn't happen all at once. You know, that's just kind of been my progression of eating and so far I've found it to be, I've found that I feel healthier and better than ever. And so, yeah, so that's kind of the way that I'm feeling and, um, yeah. My pre shakes, my post run shakes. I love waffles. Um, <laughs> those are my like fun go to things. Um, yeah, that's yeah.
0: I don't yeah. know if that was a question. Yeah.
1: Okay. We don't yeah. judge here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, know. you know, you're open to everything and, um, yeah you know, it's all about, like you said, what makes you feel good. And if, if doing the way you're doing makes you feel good and you're fueled and you're, you know, happy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think (laughs) that's, that's the other idea of going back to that perfectionism again. Exactly. I know. Right. People think you just got to do your thing and get after it, however that is. So, um, thanks for sharing. And, um, uh yeah, we appreciate that. Um yeah, of course. Yeah, Megan, did you have anything you wanted to add? Sorry, I feel what? like I interrupted you.
0: No, no, no? you're fine.
1: Okay. <laughs> um so as we begin to wrap up, we always ask our guests two final questions. Okay. Um so the first one is, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um okay, yeah. So I I think about this
2: question a lot. Um because I wonder you know, it's easy to think back and think like, would I be, have been more successful if I hadn't gotten so injured or if I hadn't done this or, you know, this or that, how would my life be and what would I tell myself? And so I think that I've come to the conclusion that I would have made the same decision. Like no matter path, what path I was on, I would have made the same decisions. I would have probably ended up injured wherever I was. And I think my advice would be, Like we've been talking about, it's okay to fail and it's okay to be discouraged because all of this is going to make you stronger and it's going to make you better. Mm -hmm. And I, and that's, you know, I've thought about like, you know, (laughs) going back and like, what would I tell myself or what would I change and what would I do different? And you can't really do that. And I think Mm -hmm. I would just kind of comfort myself in a way, Mm -hmm. like tell myself like, yeah, you're going to fail. That's okay. Mm -hmm. So. That's
0: valuable advice, I think. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Maybe, the advice yeah. most often that we give is the you know the ones that we need to hear too. Like right, the words exactly. that we need. To right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's always a thing yeah. that I have to think about. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I love how real that is. Like I know that sounds kind of silly, but like No, yeah. You know, you don't hear many people like we said earlier say that it's okay to fail. Like you're going to yeah. fail. Like welcome yeah. to the world, you know. Exactly. I feel like kind of going back to the whole sheltered and confined thing, like we don't let kids Mm -hmm. fail as much as we should sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I love that you you say, you know, we need to let people fail and I need to let myself fail because that's part of living. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's always hard to think
2: that, especially when you're in a moment when you are failing. Mm -hmm. I think that's the hardest is for me to be like, it's okay, you know, like right. <laughs> I'm that not saying is, that it's easy it. for me to say that like it sucks, yeah. it's hard, you know, but I think the more that we teach it and encourage it, it becomes more of a, a thing like
0: it's yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Sure. <laughs> so, um our final question that we always ask all of our guests is what is being a strong runner chick mean to you?
2: Um Oh, it definitely means being brave. I think it means not conforming to what other people tell you um, that you need to be or should be. Um, And really, if I were to break it down, I think it would mean, it means something to different. I think it means something different to everyone because everyone goes through um, struggles and trials that do make them stronger. And that's what I love about it is that Each of us becomes strong in our own way and then we run and we're the chicks that keep trying again and again. So (laughs) that's kind of my take on it.
1: um, If you were to break it down. I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then how can, sorry, Kels, I cut you off there. No, I
1: was just saying I do too. Like I love it too. Sorry.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, An important question at the end too is um, how can our listeners connect with you?
2: Um, what do you mean? Just like how to like, like Instagram.
0: Like, okay, yeah, 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 right. Right. okay. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So
2: my Instagram is at Kat McCallie. Um, and then my mom and I have the Instagram at the gene team and I mean, we're usually on there. So that's probably the best way to connect. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah awesome. And I have my
2: email yeah. on there too. So if anyone ever wants to email me, they can do that as well. And I love to help people and hear from people. And hopefully I could help even just one person Mm -hmm. Um, that would make my day. So, and as a side note,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you for being on. And as a side note, for those who are listening, um, I actually reached out to Katrina for some help because I, um, I needed advice on new balance shoes. So that was exactly. (laughs) Yeah. He was on top of it. She gave me these lists of shoes and stuff like that. So <laughs> she really will answer her demands yeah. and answer them very thoughtfully and um, with good um, intentions behind it. So I can yeah, attach I love to that. Too. <laughs> oh, thank nice. you. Yeah. 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 Congrats on your new balance stuff, uh, by the way. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> super awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um. All right, my friends. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, Katrina, for being with us. It was a joy to speak with you. Of course. Thank you so yeah, much. Thanks. Uh-huh. Yeah, thanks. And Strong Runner Chicks, we hope you t- tune in next time. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Strong Runner Chicks Radio. Do us a favor and leave a review in iTunes to help spread awareness and foster the SRC community. Additionally, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Strong Run Chick.